Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to this very special episode of The Business of Marketing. My name is Al Manorino, and I'm the senior producer of the Adweek Podcast Network. On today's episode, we are joined by Mirko Holzer, CEO of Uptempo, and Jason Galloway, principal at KPMG. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having us, Al. Thank you for having us. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Before we jump in, can you guys tell me a bit about KPMG and Uptempo and what brought you two here together? Yeah, absolutely. You know, our focus at KPMG and the marketing space really has been about value. How do we help marketers get more value out of every dollar they're spending, whether it's around their brand, whether around it's uh, their marketing technology, how do they prove the value of that? And, you know, it just aligns so nicely to what Uptempo is doing in the market as they're talking about, as they're talking about value, as they're talking about tracking and managing and measuring marketing spend. And what we've kind of saw in the marketplace when having the conversation was this real need to change how marketers are adding value and how they like what their operating model is. How do you help the organization continue to grow at a much faster pace? And with all of the changes in the last couple of years, you know, whether it's, you know, inflation or the war in Russia and COVID and all these other things, we said, hey, look, there's a new operating model that's needed. This this idea of marketing business acceleration. And so we had a bunch of conversations and we said, you know, what you're trying to do in the market makes a lot of sense, what we're trying to do. And it was just such a great natural fit. Let me quickly introduce our tempo and what we observed in the market that led to the partnership with KPMG. So Uptempo is the merger of three leading MarTech innovators in the marketing performance management space, Brandmaker, Allocadia, and Hive9. We have served enterprise marketing teams for a combined three decades. Even though KPMG and Uptempo have different businesses, we solve very similar problems for CMOs at some of the world's largest companies. We have both seen firsthand how CMOs struggle to connect the dots from strategy to execution, which means from strategy to plans, from plans to dollars, from dollars to pixels, and from pixels to customers. KPMG and Uptempo each bring complementary experience to help solve these problems. Because what we are seeing in the marketplace is a brighter spotlight illuminating the relationship between CMO and CFO. It's always been a challenging one because the marketing and finance team speak different languages and frankly, often have different air quotes worldviews. For example, marketers plan and allocate funds against campaigns, programs and tactics. This is totally incompatible with the structure of most financial systems, which are based on the chart of accounts, for example, ERP software. Now, we are facing uncertain times where that relationship between CMO and CFO becomes even more critical, and these challenges are even more pronounced. This is why we need a new operating model, just as Jason said, marketing business acceleration. And this is why the partnership between KPMG and Uptempo comes at a very opportune time. So this podcast's main focus is to host discussions with leaders on how the C-suite can work together with marketing to drive business transformation. You know, what is, in your opinion, some of the biggest challenges facing CMOs today and, and that ever 
changing role. Yeah, I recently read that 90% of all data that mankind ever created was created in the last two years. And I'm not talking only about marketing data, by the way. Imagine trying to bring your company's slice of that data together using spreadsheets and other steam-powered disparate systems. Remember, even though every business has embraced digital marketing, few, very few, have digitally transformed how they actually run marketing. Don't let the modern 2022 front end deceive you. It all runs on a back end that feels a lot like 1980. Just reconciling budgets so that marketers can see budget, committed spend and the actual spend can be a time consuming task and often resembles forensics. And that's before the marketing operations teams applies marketing performance data to that view so that you can determine return on marketing investment by channel, for example. The data is often stale when finally aggregated, far too late to adjust the plan or demonstrate the kind of agility that fast moving markets require. There are too many silos between data, plans, systems and teams. Working in disparate marketing tools makes it very difficult for CMOs to demonstrate the value of marketing investment levels and to justify the balance of investments that facilitate growth while still being able to support equally important things such as brand awareness, for example, or how to allocate marketing investments to the organization's strategic priorities. My personal favorite, measure effectiveness of marketing investments to facilitate decision-making. Sounds like a no-brainer, but is very hard. The old slogan, quality in, quality out, still matters. Attribution modeling only works when you have the right data and maybe even more important, if you utilize common taxonomies and KPIs throughout your organization, like speaking the same language. And working in disparate marketing tools makes it difficult for CMOs to enable agile reallocation of funds to top performing campaigns or because market conditions changed. You know, there's a lot of rumblings. If you're looking online, you're watching the news of an economic downturn and traditionally marketing is the first in line when it comes to cuts. Adweek's recent article, Ad Spend Forecast Muted as Economic Cloud Looms Over Brands, shared the latest marketing budget outlook for IPA and Detsu and insights from CanLines Festival all point to downgraded marketing spend forecasts and glimpses into how the downturn might pull at the purse strings of CMOs. Given this, what can marketers do now, like right now, to prepare for this? Yeah, I think the biggest challenge, going back to even the question that Mirko just answered as well, and why we see the expected cuts to marketing budgets is I think marketing struggles more than any other part of the organization to prove the value of what they're doing. And that's a challenge, right? And I think that's why you see CMOs still having the shortest shelf life at a, at a company as well, because they're not talking the same language as the CEO and the CFO. They're not talking in, about it in metrics and KPIs that matter to the rest of the C-suite. They're talking about certain things like brand awareness. Well, okay, that's important. As marketers, we understand the importance of that. But as a CEO or a CFO who didn't spend time as a marketer, they're saying, okay, great. Well, how does that lead to a sale? Right? Where does that actually show up on, on the revenue line? And I, I, don't, I don't see that. So to me, it's just an expense and I don't quite understand that. So why don't we just cut that? And so I think the biggest thing that marketers can actually do to start to prepare now is, is start to think about, you know, and assessing their, their, the, you know, how do they do their marketing investment, their funding, their planning, their measurement, what are their capabilities, really start to map that out, take a look at themselves and say, hey, where are we at now? How do we need to change? 
The biggest thing that I see with that is making sure though that we have global and consistent KPIs and not just the KPIs that matter to the marketing organization, but what matters to the rest of the C-suite? What matters to the rest of the organization? How do I align on that? How do I make sure and work with the finance organization, for instance, and make sure that the, the KPIs I'm looking at, they, they actually matter to them. So don't just take them your list of KPIs and say, okay, this is what we're going to measure. This is what we're going to give you. But it's saying, do these matter to you? It's going to the supply chain organization asking, do these matter to you? It's going to the CEO, do these matter to you? So it's not just in your in our world, like as marketers and putting our silos and saying, hey, here's the measurements that I want to do. I've been working with a client recently to do this exact thing because they came and said, Jason, you know, every time that I talk to the CFO or the CEO or the COO, they're like, okay, great. And they don't like, they just don't engage. And the reason they're not engaging is because the metrics don't matter to them. So how do you actually start to do that? And that's some things you can actually literally start to do now. And we find a lot of our clients benefit from just doing kind of, to starting with a maturity assessment and kind of a diagnostic to see exactly where you're at now. And over the last two years, there have been so much talk about the idea of agile marketing organizations to keep up with market changes from the pandemic. How do you see that conversation changing now that it's a possible economic downturn that marketers are reacting to instead of a pandemic? I think it's just accelerating it. You know, we've had these big events in the last few years and several of them, right? So we had COVID and it started to wane and then it came back and then Russia and the supply chain issues and and now inflation and an economic downturn. Unfortunately, I think this is probably the world we're going to live in for a little bit where there's going to be these big type of events and these big things happen. And as marketers, we need to be able to pivot and we need to be able to pivot very quickly whether you call it being agile or pivoting quickly, whatever you want to call it. If anything, I think that is continuing to accelerate and marketers have to have the right tools and the right processes and systems in place to really be able to support that. The old days of using an Excel spreadsheet or, you know, being in an office and everything on a whiteboard and you can just wipe it off quickly. You you can't do that anymore. Most people still aren't even in the office yet. So you have to make sure you have these other things and these systems and stuff in place to be able to support that uh, because it's frankly, I think, just going to come faster than ever before. Yeah, and agility is difficult to achieve when marketing organizations are struggling to bring together plans, budget and data across so many disconnected tools, just as Jason said, and that kind of state makes it difficult to react quickly, for example, to market disruptions or to changing customer preferences. One CMO of a large FMCG company recently described trying to change plans as trying to turn a container ship by putting your hand in the water. Oh, man. Uh, so how can marketing leaders ensure that maximizing their marketing budgets and optimizing their spend while simultaneously showcasing their value to the C-suite? We are the business of marketing. We're talking about collaboration between the C-suite. I think this is a very important question. Yeah, and this is why you need to start with visibility. Visibility in, into how all marketing investments are performing, what your team is committed to, what they have already spent, and what they are planning to spend. A marketing investment optimization framework is a great method to prioritize investments and ensure marketing investments are funded and monitored based on consistent KPIs and metrics throughout the investment life cycles. Now, this is easier said than done. Marketing investment optimization framework. This brings me back to what Jason said at the very beginning. Marketing needs a new operating model. The marketing business acceleration operating model helps you to set up the right marketing investment optimization framework. The one that fits your industry and your company's specific needs. 
funds from underperforming campaigns should be redeployed into more productive campaigns as identified through an ongoing tracking and analysis program for all marketing investments. And remember, the CFO is your friend, believe it or not. Finance can be a powerful ally. Building a solid marketing finance relationship and having both departments talk about the best investments together can go a long way for marketing to improve their spend accuracy and for finance to trust that marketing is a trusted steward of company resources. And can, can either of you share an example of an organization that's really getting this right at this time? Yeah, you know, a lot of our clients that we see are on this journey, right? And they've started down this path and they recognize that the customers and client and their clients' expectations are changing. And our, you know, customers are more connected than ever before. Their expectations are higher than ever before. They're not okay with this general idea of, oh, it's that industry. I'm okay with a bad customer experience, right? I'm, I'm okay with that. And they don't think about, oh, well, now I'm being marketed to, and now I'm being sold to, and now I'm being serviced. And so I'm okay with a different type of a customer experience, or I have a different expectation. As far as customers are concerned, it's all one interaction, and so it really leads to this need for a, a company to be much more connected internally. Well, connected enterprises is our digital framework that we talk about, but this connected enterprise to really start to bring things together. And so we're, we've been working with this one client who, you know, really historically has been operating in different silos, silos between business division, but also silos, even with, frankly, within the marketing organization themselves, and they're not really working together. And so that led to a lot of disjointed kind of budget management, the technology that was managing it. There were a lot of spreadsheets. So we, we came in and conducted overall assessment and a roadmap and a capability assessment and said, okay, well, here's how you start to improve. Because not everything's going to be done overnight. We have to understand that. And, you know, progress is, progress is important. And so we came into this assessment, created the roadmap, and really, really identified the process changes, but also the savings that can come with it. How can I redeploy those dollars in a more effective way? So we did the processes, reviewed the agency contracts, and we implemented Uptempo as well. Um, to really help them get a better view of what their spend looks like. How do I, as we were talking earlier, how do I be more agile with my dollars? If one campaign isn't working, as, as Mirka was saying, how do I redeploy those dollars very quickly to a campaign that maybe is? Or we see all these supply chain issues, right? And so how do I actually take money from maybe a, a, a product that I have in market and maybe my campaign's performing well, but I don't have the product out there and I'm not going to. So how do I redeploy those dollars so I don't actually lead to a bad customer experience? So all this stuff is really pulled together. And so it really for them has led to a lot of increased spend visibility, but also really alignment across the organization between the marketing organization, finance, supply chain, and the different functions in general. One of our customers is a global retail manufacturer with 500 stores in 55 markets and 12,000 products listed on the websites. It's very complex to manage the go-to-market plans across so many products, buyer segments, markets, particularly because this very retailer is doing local marketing at its best. You know, they are creating global campaigns as kind of templates and then they are adapting them down to the store level even. And they are select products and campaigns that work best in the very target group of the actual local market. And now imagine how you orchestrate something like this with Excel sheets and SharePoint servers and emails and Zoom calls. They achieved greater visibility and control through moving to a single platform that has real-time access to campaign performance so teams could make instant data-driven decisions. Users can see real-time commercial performance 
enabling them to make changes when it still matters. And going back to the supply chain discussions we just had, this is also more than just marketing. It is now integrated with upstream supply chain and operations planning. And this is critical. For example, if a popular product went on sale without the supply chain knowing about it, well, <laughs> this would be a disaster. So this client is a great example of what I meant earlier when I said front end and back end. Digital transformation everywhere, not just at the front end. One consistent flow. And CMOs historically have come from a marketing background. More and more, we're seeing CMOs come with diverse backgrounds, such as technology, data, analytics, and finance. Do you think this is a positive trend when it comes to managing marketing financial issues? And how should companies balance the art and science of marketing? Well, marketing has seen a radical transformation in the last 20 years and doesn't deserve the arts and crafts reputation they were labeled during the start of modern advertising. I think the Don Draper days are definitely over. Customer expectations and the current economic environment will continue to increase the need for CMOs and marketing organizations to be comfortable with data analytics, understanding data, how to analyze it and what decisions to make based off it are important skills for this new era of marketing that we are in. And by the way, I would go as far as to claim in most organizations, there is more than enough data. Marketers are actually drowning in data, but only if you are able to connect the dots from strategy to dollars to pixels, and only if you have consistent taxonomies, as Jason described it, like speaking the same language in the whole marketing org, then you can make sense of your data. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point, Mirko. The amount of data is actually, they have more than enough. The amount of data actually is a problem on the other side, where a lot of times marketers don't know what to do with it, right? And so they're like, oh, well, once I get this structure set up, or once I get this done, then I'll do that. And um, I, I like to always say, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. And I always talk to marketers about how do I actually just start to make progress with what I have now? It isn't a pure science and never will be a pure science because you're talking about uh, humans and why are they buying? And I'll never know exactly the reason. Was it the billboard I drove by or was it the, you know, the, the fact that a friend was talking about that they had that product uh, or was it that ad that I got? You know, I, I don't know. Is it, is it a little bit of all of it? And I don't really know. But how do I at least use the data and use the information that I have now in a way that allows me to be better tomorrow than I was today? And I think that's what the rest of the C-suite is looking for. I don't think they're looking for absolute perfection, but they do have, you know, a lot of times marketers do have this, people have this perception of them that they are just arts and crafts or they're just, you know, that it's, oh, it's just an art and there's no science to it. We all know that there can be some science. So I think we're going to continue to see that push until marketers can really prove that they can think about the data and they can talk in the same language as the rest of the C-suite, I think we're going to continue to see that push where chief marketing officers are coming out of other parts of the organization. And I think from when we see that, I actually I think we'll also see that the the lifetime of a CMO will continue to extend as well. And I think that's a good thing for an organization because, you know, when by the time a chief marketing officer gets in, understands the organization, puts a plan into place and starts to make any changes, they're almost on the way out the door. And it's not really like they don't really have enough time to be able to do that. So I think as they as they focus a little bit differently, I think it'll, it'll be great for the organization overall, frankly. And you mentioned you just announced your alliance and I know you both work very closely with marketing leaders on a daily basis. Based on your experience when it comes to financial matters, what would you say is one thing all marketers need to focus on for 2023 and beyond? Speak the language of the C-suite and start making progress. 
as I said before, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Start to do something. Start to move in the right direction. A lot of times, especially when things get uncomfortable looking at the economy and things, we start to fall back into old patterns, old norms, and, and fight that. Don't go back to the old metrics that you're used to talking in because they don't matter to the rest of the C-suite. They don't matter to the people who are funding you. And a lot of times, frankly, they don't matter to your customers. So start to think about it a little bit differently. Start to move forward. Have the fortitude to do that. And I, I think they will continue to get better because we all are going to live in this world for a while, I think, where things are going to consistently shift. So set a path, move forward, and be better than you were today. Hey, Jason, I couldn't agree more. The one thing that I might want to add is agility. You know, like how quickly can you pivot plans and capitalize on your opportunities? Because the more agile your organization is, the faster you can pivot plans and optimize campaigns and get into the market before your competition does. And before I let you both go, please let our audience know where they can find more information about both Uptempo and KPMG Marketing Consulting. Yeah, absolutely. They can go to visit dot kpmg dot us slash marketing consulting or feel free to email me at jason galloway at kpmg.com find more about uptempo at www.uptempo.io or email me at mirko at uptempo.io Excellent. Mirko, Jason, thank you both so much for joining me today. And thank you all for listening to this very special episode of the business of marketing. Take care. Thanks for having us out. Thank you for listening to The Business of Marketing, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGiveney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcast. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com.